episode of Paranormal New Normal, but this is no normal episode. This is a special episode. We're back with another monthly bracket. We've done cryptids. We've done conspiracy theories. And now, this time, it's those cold, snowy days now where you're outside at night walking your dogs. You hear a footstep in the dark, and there's no one around. It's that creepy kind of feeling. So we're doing urban legends. Which, who doesn't love a good urban legend? I know I freaking do. But that's that's what we're going to do today. We're going to talk about 34 of the creepiest urban legends out there. And some that are slightly hilarious in their own ways. But I'm getting ahead of myself here. Let me, of course, introduce my six guests that are going to help me do this today. In no particular order at all, I have my co-hosts, Scott and Deborah from Global Strangeness. Scott Hello. is a returning guest, as you all know. I have my co-host from Maniacal Music Musings, the fabulous Chancey Greif, and joined by the even more fabulous Casey, his one and only. And last but not least, I have we have Tori from Be Afraid of the Dark podcast, joined by her significant other, Lucas. Or, I got it right. Yay. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's a litany of co-hosts on this one here. It is. And I like it. I like it. I'm not going to complain about that. <laughs> but, and so the order for this one, because we have a lot of the, well, a couple of the same names starting here. Uh, it's going to start with Casey, alphabetically, of course, and then Chansey. Then Deborah, then myself, then Lucas, then uh, Scott, aka Malachi, and then Tori. Last, like always. <laughs> Don't blame me. Blame me. <gasps> but you get choices one out of Yes, Tori, you get to you get to bring up the rear as we so fabulously put it in these brackets. So. <laughs> <laughs> funny because usually we have someone else who does that always i forget who, who is that i forget who but but the first matchup in this one and just so everybody knows this is a randomly generated bracket there's no ranking out there for urban legends on what people rank them <laughs> so it's completely random i'm actually surprised at that because you 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 know honestly you think it's the internet there'd be anything really well, unfortunately, I mean, even our other bracket we're doing today is not ranked either because the, ranked, the one ranked site was fucked. But our first matchup here is, and I will be giving short descriptions for our audience and for our panelists who don't know all these, but the first matchup is the Bell Witch, which was a folklore legend from 1817-1821 when a family in, in the local area of Robertson County, Tennessee came under attack from an invisible enemy that was able to affect the physical environment and shapeshift and speak. And she has since been known as the Bell Witch and Small Town Monsters, that's where we did a documentary on her. And you can actually go there today and visit the cave she supposedly lived in. But she's going against Homie the Clown, which was an urban legend around Chicago surrounding a killer clown, predating the creepy clown craze by several years, and originated in Chicago, Illinois in 1991. And it also was a character done by Esham on a lot of his rap albums. But, so, it's going to be the Bell Witch versus Homie the Clown. So, um, Casey, you're up first. Yeah. What do you prefer? 
a clown or a witch? You're kind of dated to both. That's actually <laughs> really funny. <laughs> Let's go with the clown. Gotta love some of those clowns. Jancy, how about you, buddy? You know, I'm going with Homie the Clown because of that Damon Wayne's thing from. Uh, uh, right. Homie, don't play that. Homie, don't play that. Whack. Yeah. Which was, which actually, Chancy, was the name of uh, Isham's first EP was Homie, don't play, and he actually dressed in clown makeup for it. So, they steal, <laughs> they steal from ICP. That's a debate for our other show, but Deborah, which way you want to go? I'm totally with Chancy that. That's exactly what I thought as soon as you said it. I was like, yeah. <laughs> we be clown. All right. Um, I'm going to throw one to the Bell Witch just so that homie doesn't win right away because the Bell Witch is a really fascinating story. It's almost like a it's almost like a colonial like conjuring type thing going on. So I it's actually interesting. I, I enjoy hearing about podcasts about it. But Lucas, what about you, buddy? I'm gonna go with the witch. That a man, that a man. Scott, homie D clown. <laughs> and homie the clown moves on to the second round here. But for dexterity uh, there, Tori, which way are you going to go? The witch. See, you could have gave her the tiebreaker and it might have went to the bell witch instead. But I, I'm, also, I'm also not mad with which our way this one goes because all these are interesting topics, 100%. I think clowns I are freaking terrifying too. I think they're scarier than witches. Well, That's I mean, the reason I would never vote for a clown. <laughs> as a juggalo, I am down with witches, clowns, and anybody else who wants to come around. But <laughs> as circus folk, clowns are a part of my, uh, you know, community. Exactly. Chancy's Chancy's been down with the clown since before he was born. That's true. <laughs> but speaking of Chancy, he actually gets to start off the next matchup. And it's going to be the Dark Watchers, or as originally known by Spanish settlers, Los Vigilantes Escuros. They are a folklore legend from the Santa Lucia Range Mountains in California. And they are basically giant shadow people that would watch people in the woods in those mountains. Just and watch. What was that? Just watch. Like they just watched. Suppose, supposedly, there's been no accounts of them actually taking anybody. It is believed they are the spirits of the forest and they're there to protect it. But protect. And, and it's funny enough for this one because it's going against another area urban legend, Haunchyville, <laughs> which is a mythical village of dwarfs in Waukesha County, Wisconsin. <laughs> Waukesha. 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 Whatever. Goddamn, goddamn middle country people, but it's, it's native, man. It, it, it it's it's rumored to be located near Mystic Drive in Muskego or Muskego, however the fuck you say it. Leave us Midwesterns alone, <laughs> right? Hey, just learn I've been, I've been, our words, damn it. I'm on the East Coast. We speak everything what? but Midwestern. Wachisha. but. So, Chancy, you get to go first. Is it a village of dwarf, a mythical village of dwarfs, or is it Dark Watchers? I don't know, dude. It, I'm kind of on the fence, really. Is it is it the voyeuristic shadow people or the underpants? No, I'm going with the fucking underpants, gnomes, dude. 
Deborah, how about you? No, I'm going with the original peeping toms in the woods because nice, <laughs> nice. Uh, see, this is a hard one for me because I mean, no. Snow, Snow, Snow White wants to go to Haunchyville to visit all her dwarf friends, but no. the dark, the dark watchers are just damn creepy. So, I mean, I'm going with the dark watchers because they're all supposed to be like 15 feet tall. Give me so. that. So I'm gonna give one to, another one to the dark watchers, but. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Rob. Pervert watchers, exactly. I mean, but you could say the same thing about Haunchyville. How do you know these dwarves aren't perverts, too? Who knows? But, Lucas, which way are you going to go? Uh, I'm going to go with the shadow people, because I, I don't need to know too much more about dwarves. I'm married to one. Oh! You're a fucking asshole. Why? <laughs> and I, to be honest, I was technically declared a little person till I was like a sophomore in high school, and then I grew. I am now five two and a half. Thank you. So, so you're not. Yeah. Anymore. Not anymore. Yeah. Congratulations. Welcome to the real world. Congrats on your growth. Thanks. It was a long time ago. I'm you can get on the rides at the park now. Yeah. <laughs> I can. <laughs> He's also a, like a monster. He's so tall, so it doesn't really matter. That's how I, I mean, feel with him. He's a monster. <laughs> for many reasons. But we, I mean, you got to ask consent before you take an eyeball out of a socket, just saying. But, um, <laughs> but yeah. And I guess picture you, Tori, in that commercial, uh, I'm a big kid now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Scott, are the Dark Watchers moving on or are you going for the Village of Dwarves? I'll give one to the Dwarves. Well, apparently Lucas has been doing that for a while. But <laughs> oh, No. Uh, yeah. Tori? Are you going for your brethren in Haunchyville, or are you going for the Dark Watchers? Hell yeah, I'm going to go for my brethren. My brethren. They're not they're your brethren not anymore. <laughs> they are no longer your people. You're too tall. Hey, Canty, <laughs> you're out of the circus, but you're, they're still your brethren. No, means I'm, not, I'm not in the circus, though. I said you're out of the circus, but they're still your brethren. But she's not. But it's still, I guess it qualifies. <laughs> I guess that would qualify. Well, but I would, be, I would be like, hey, you I'm not actually slipping. sure. Yeah, I got He's just mad. He got caught slipping. Shut up. What are you doing? <laughs> hey, hey, well, Casey, one, at least he's awake on this one. And that's because I'm fucking here. <laughs> and two, you get the first tiebreaker of this because you get to break the tie between the Dark Watchers and Hawkins. I'm going dwarves all the way. <laughs> yes, my queen. That's a fucking obsession. Who doesn't? Which, that's actually, my queen that's, right there. That that's that's funny because that means that clowns and dwarves are going to get each other around too. But <laughs> but this next one gets started by Deborah, and it's the Night Marchers, which is a Hawaiian urban legend of a story of deadly ghosts of ancient warriors that march through the mountains and the woods at night. And they're the vanguard for the sacred king, Chief or Chiefstis. And apparently, 
I remember seeing them on Monster Quest years ago or some show like that. And if you get caught, you're not, you're not supposed to go in the woods at night or the night marchers will take you as a sacrifice. For a second, I thought you said cheese tits, and then I had to re-go over what you Chief said. Is, what, Chief is, what, Chief what you said in my head. I was like, what the fuck? I mean, a cheese tit sounds like a fun, a fun Friday night, I'm just saying. But... <laughs> I'm but trying to concentrate here. You're throwing me. <laughs> but the night, the night marchers are going against something just as scary. The Seven Gates of Hell which is a modern urban legend in York County, Pennsylvania. And there's two legends of this. There's two versions of this legend, one involving a burnt insane asylum and the other an eccentric doctor. Both agree that there are seven gates in a wood area of Hellam Township, Pennsylvania, and anyone who passes through all seven gates goes straight to hell. So, uh, Chancey, you want to go on a legend tripping later? Yeah, sure. I'm down. No, he's not. <laughs> I mean, my, my wife told me to go to hell enough, so let's go. But and and Deborah, you get first pick up on this one. Is it going to be Night Marchers or Seven Gates of Hell? Oh, Seven Gates of Hell all the way. You know, Asylum, <clears throat> Creepy Doctor, Hell. I don't know. Nothing. It's got all the good stuff in it. <laughs> Seven Gates of Hell gets a vote. Personally. I like the idea of night marchers because spirits actually serve a purpose rather than just chilling in a house all day like the one in mine, and they actually protect the land. Like, I'm down for that. That's cool. So, night marchers get my vote. Plus, that episode of whatever show it was I was watching was creepy as hell. And, hello, Isaiah. Glad to see the Dom Vic show checking us out. Hello. But that, that brings us down to Lucas. I'm going with Seven Gates of Hell. It's got a very supernatural theme to it, I'm saying. But, uh, Scott, which way are you going? Got to give one to my Pennsylvania family. Seven Gates of Hell. And, Tori, are the Seven Gates of Hell moving on, or are you going to give another one to the Night Marchers? Hell, yes, they are. <laughs> which means Seven Gates of Hell moves on. But for dexterity, Casey, which way would you have gone? I was probably going to go with the Hell one, too. Night Marchers get no love. And... <laughs> Bringing up the rear by themselves, and bringing up the rear, Chancey. Which way are you gonna go? You know, I was sold at the creepy doctor, so I'm gonna go with the Seven Gates as well. I think you're just thinking of um, Rob Zombie's movies there. That fucking Doctor Satan. Yeah, yeah. Doctor Satan. <laughs> which means Seven Gates to Hell moves on six to one. I had to throw one for the Night Marchers. This next one, gets get started by me, is a matchup of the bees, in a way. Because it's Bloody Mary, and I'm pretty sure I don't have to describe what Bloody Mary is to anybody in the world. And Bloody Mary is going against Bunny Man, which <laughs> is, is an urban legend that originated from Fairfax County, Virginia in 1970, but has been spread throughout the Washington, D.C. area. There are many variations of it, but they all mostly involve a man wearing a rabbit costume who attacks people with an axe. <laughs> so, Chancey, this is why you moved to Iowa. Okay. What? 
I said, this is why you moved to Iowa, to get away from your uh, legend wearing a wedding suit. I've been to Iowa. I've been here. <laughs> now, yeah, I didn't move here from anywhere. Sure you have. But, <laughs> but <laughs> Lu Lucas, you get this one first. What's it going to be? Bunny Man or Bloody Mary? Bloody Mary, just because it's, you know, come on, it's Bloody Mary. We all played that when we were in middle school. I mean, I, I don't know about you. I played I played Biggie Smalls. You know, <laughs> you stand in the mirror three times, say Biggie Smalls, Biggie Smalls, Biggie Smalls. And he comes out, he's like, what the fuck am I? But it was all the dream. Dude, Scott, that's what you... cool I would do that every day. <laughs> I know you would. <laughs> but Scott, which way you want to go? Uh, I like or... the bunny man. That sounds pretty funny. Until he's running at until he's running at you with an axe, but well, I noticed there's a whole bunch of new mans we gotta do. I mean, you've gotten all the other goat mans and dog mans and everything else. Now we got fucking bunny man. We gotta do a whole episode on that. I'm, I'm down. I'm I'm down for it. If you wear if you wear a if you wear a bunny pajama costume like Ralphie in Christmas story. Uh, if I can find one, I just think it's going to be hilarious walking around the mall asking people if they've ever heard of Bunny Man. <laughs> that, that Have be you heard of Bunny Man? <laughs> Bunny Man. Uh, Tori, which way are you going to go? Oh, Bloody Mary, 100%. And Casey, how about you? Bloody Mary. That's like the only yeah. one I've known so far. <laughs> I'm sure. I figured that. Uh, Chancy, which way you want to go? The Bunny Man or Bloody Mary? So the only problem that I have with Bunny Man... You only have one? Uh, yeah, just, just one real hard problem. Like, I don't know if anybody's ever worn a costume like that before, but <laughs> unless you get the size, like, for fucking size, if you're chasing after somebody, you're going to fucking trip and fall. And if you have an axe, that's just an accident waiting to happen. <laughs> I mean, really. So I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with Bloody Mary just on logic. Which means Bloody Mary will move on to face the seven gates of hell. That actually sounds like a good movie. But Deborah, which way would you have gone? Sounds like a good bar name, Bloody Mary and the Seven Gates of Hell. It actually does. <laughs> it I, does. I, 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 Fucking move Louisiana. No. But Deborah, what would you have gone with? No, I'm giving it to Bunny Man. I mean, for all those reasons, he's putting some effort in there, running in the costume, <laughs> taking risks, you know, <laughs> risking life and limb, literally. I mean, I'm gonna agree with that. I would have gave it to Bunny Man too, because whenever I hear that, all I think of is Greg the Bunny. But <laughs> so, but that, Bloody Mary, we'll move on. But that brings us to our next matchup, which gets started by Scott. Or uh, Malachi here, and it's, it's why it's did I have that name? You put it on the last bracket, remember? Yeah, from Children of the Corn and shit. Okay, because it was a uh, cryptid bracket, and you it's just wanted funny. to be Malachi. <laughs> I forget the joke. Me too. But uh, the next matchup <laughs> is going to be melon heads, which are small humanoids with bulbous heads. Who occasionally emerge from hiding places to attack people? Okay. Wait, what? They're, they're, 
they're basically dwarfs with big heads. Like, if you ever saw an episode of Hey Arnold where Helga dressed up as an alien, it kind of looks like that. I haven't seen anything. Yeah, unless she Fancy has, showed me. Yeah, she has no idea. She has no idea. I feel, that's why I'm, this is like a sociological experiment. She doesn't know anything about like urban legends. I don't know anything about culture. anything, actually. She's legit. Like, like you remember Blast from the Past when Brandon Fraser came out of the fucking vault? No. <laughs> yeah. That. <laughs> It's great. Well, melon heads are like small kid-shaped people that have huge melon heads. Okay. <laughs> we should be able but, to see that. And it's actually it's actually it's actually creepy uh, creepier than all. Y'all, we are lucky we are alive right now. <laughs> which all I can, all I can say is there actually was a call into Monsters Among Us podcast where someone reported when they were a kid seeing a melon head person driving a car. So Apparently they do think they do more than just attack people from high places, but I don't think it's gonna matter much because melon heads are going against black eyed children. Oh, I don't like either of them, man. But I guess the black eyed children. I mean, Malachi, you know you're going for the evil children. I guess. Well, they're both children, right? But oh, I think it's well, it's more of like a dwarfs versus children argument on a way, but. Tori, which way are you going to go? So you're making this difficult on me because melon heads are an urban legend that started here up in Michigan. That's a big thing here from Holland. And then black eyed kids are just so like interesting. Oh, shit. Do I want to rep my state or nah? I can't. I got to go with black eyed kids. I'm sorry, Michigan. Please forgive me. The Michigan, the Michigan dog man sounds way to your house right now. Just saying, but that's acceptable. That's fine. That, that's acceptable. Just go buy a box of milk bones. You'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, Casey, which way you want to go? Melon heads or black eyed kids? Melon heads. That's what they're called. That one. <laughs> you going with melon heads? Yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah. Well, Chancy, which way you want to go? <laughs> I'm going with melon heads. Yeah. For sure. Deborah, how about you? Okay, the reason we're like this is because my son has a really big head and he's four and he's making fun of me right now. So, <laughs> how are melon heads an urban legend when they're a real thing? I know, right? I literally live with a melon head. It, 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 like, it is a melon head. Like, because not head. all of them are murderous and live in the woods. I mean, factual, yeah. You but they got sent there. Well, Deborah, which way are you going? Oh, come on. Black eyed children are creepy as hell. Yes, they are. <laughs> I mean, I was a black eyed child, but it wasn't the same reason why. It just, I had black eyes a lot. That's why They're you probably... said to get in the house. We know. <laughs> so... <laughs> oh, oh, domestic abuse is a real issue in America. But. <laughs> I'm personally going to give one to the melon heads because I like the idea of just randomly getting attacked by a short person with a melon head. Like it almost, <laughs> it, it almost be, it almost be, it almost would be comedic if you weren't about to die. I get the dog man and the melon head at the same time. They're probably hanging out by a fire. I mean, eh, I don't know about that. The dog man in Michigan is pretty vicious and probably would eat the melon head, but who knows? They could be conspiring together. You never know. Oh, very true. There, there could be there could be alphas there. I'm not sure which one would be the alpha, but there could be alphas there. But 
That brings a tiebreaker down to Lucas, and that's the other reason I'm going for melon heads because is it going to be black eyed kids or melon heads there, Lucas? Well, your, uh, your I got a. Let's just say if a short person with a fruit shaped head ever comes out of the forest to try to attack me, I might have to commit a melony. I'm going with the melon heads. That's awesome. <laughs> Which means melon heads. We actually move on. I am amazed. I could have sworn black eyed kids would have had a streak on that one almost. But all right. Well, th this next it's one okay. gets. Okay, they'll come for them later. I'm sure. I'm sure. Out of the Iowa cornfields. But Lucas, actually, no, you ended that one. Uh, Tori gets this one, right? I think. One, two, three, four. Oh, no. Scott Scott starts. This no, one. I did the last one. I started the last oh, one. It is, it is Tori then. All right. I'm going to lose my mind here. <laughs> it's okay. I'm but, forgotten about a lot. He's right there, Tori. Don't talk about Mars here. But uh, and I, I almost I almost wish Chancey was starting this one for certain reasons, but Tori, you're gonna start it. And it's the urban legend of Paul is dead, suggesting that Paul McCartney of the Beatles died in '66 and re was replaced by a body double. Similar urban legends have also been formed around Avril Lavigne mm. and, and Melania Trump. Oh yeah, I know this one deeply. And it's gonna go against Robert Johnson. The Mississippi blues singer who, according to legend, sold his soul to Satan at the crossroads in exchange for remarkable talent. And this is the reason I kind of was wishing Chancey got this first, but I'll let him build up his uh, rant for this with two other people first. Tori, I can pass it to him if he wants no, to go first. No, no, let him build no, his rant. It's, it, it's you're fine. It's, you're you're shaking a little bit. Oh, he'll build I'm his sorry. Rant. I was listening to Robert Johnson in my head. So <laughs> like dancing. I'm like. Um, I'm going with the Paul is dead one because that one is probably my favorite from the whole playing the it like back in reverse and hearing like John Lennon saying I buried Paul and all that shit. That's yeah, I love that one. All right, Casey, which way you want to go? Uh, I'll go with the Paul one as well. Unleash, Chancey, unleash. Well, I mean, there's nothing really to unleash. It's just kind of, I mean, for me, like, the, the Paul urban legend's hard for me to believe because, like, you found a body double. Okay, maybe some plastic surgery could have been involved. Who was also a, like, they either they were already a really good bass player or they learned really fucking quick and then had the octave range to match to, to, to move on and everything like that. But Isn't that more of a conspiracy too. It is a conspiracy. It is a conspiracy. Yeah. It's like a, lot of the, a, a lot of these urban legends cross over into cryptid territory and into conspiracy bracket territory, but we didn't do this one on the conspiracy bracket. Actually, so. she's been doing this whole time. I'm just looking at the cat. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with Robert Johnson. Fucking every day, man. Oh, Chancey and his blues, but <laughs> but I'm gonna personally go with Paul as dad because I want to know why the hell they would replace Avril Lavigne with a body double. Like, what the hell has she accomplished? She's no Beetle. Isn't but... isn't she supposed to have like really bad Lyme disease too? Yeah. Well, yeah. I thought that was Selena Gomez. I'm confused where this just went. <laughs> <laughs> Well, wait, technically, if Paul was replaced, he wouldn't be a Beatle either. So, I mean, like. He would have been because no one knew he was replaced. 
I guess that's the man. Wait, no, Selena Gomez was Lupus. My bad. Lupus. <laughs> <laughs> a little different story there, but uh, Deborah, which way you want to go? Um, I'm going dealings with the devil at a railroad crossing track. That's yeah, that one all the way. <laughs> so, tie game as we go now, but personally. I believe in Paul is dead more because the whole Avril Lavigne thing. So, but Lucas, which way you want to go? The Robert Johnson one. That sounds far more interesting to me. You also hate the Beatles, so you wouldn't vote for it anyway. That's true. Hey, another nice. Beatle hater. I despise yep. the Beatles. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I chance. thought you looked like a smart guy. <laughs> he waited to tell me that until after we were married. <laughs> yeah. He pissed well, a lot of people then. off. <laughs> oh, it's so much fun. The Beatles are my fave, and he's like, oh, I hate the Beatles. I'm like, oh, thanks for telling me after we've been married. Sort of like when Vanilla Ice started. You didn't Ice find that out before a... you got married? No, he just, it's like What'd he waited. What did you talk about on dates? He just, like, <laughs> waited. Um, okay. I mean, that's, I mean that's, that's strategy right there. That's cold. That's good strategy. <laughs> And then he just starts listing off all the people I like. And he's like, oh, they suck. They're terrible. They suck. They're horrible. Oh, they're... Like, oh. You listen to Taylor Swift. You don't get an opinion. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Not all the time. Long rides where one person's going to be real unhappy there. <laughs> well, well, Scott, you get the third tiebreaker in a row, I think, for this one. Is it Paul is dead or Robert Johnson? I'm going with the Robert Johnson, and actually, there's a a show on YouTube, Hochelago. He just made like a badass um, little ten minute documentary thing on selling your soul, and they brought him up. But I mean, that was like a day ago. So Robert Johnson all the way. Which means Robert Johnson will face Melonheads in round two. Jesus. Oh, <laughs> Which, I mean, if he's in those back roads in the south, he might run into a few melon heads. Who knows? But <laughs> this that means this one's going to get started off by Casey. And it's the 27 Club, which is the urban legend that popular musicians and celebrities die at age 27, such as Brian Jones, Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, Jim Morrison, Kurt Cobain, and Amy Winehouse. And there's a statistical spike for the death of musicians at that age, which... Supposedly, they just proved in a lot of studies, but I don't know. A lot of people died at 27, so it's weird. But it's going against the 2016 clown sightings. Which okay. is basically, which is basically I remember when, that. Which is basically what ICP got blamed for. People thought it was Juggalos pulling pr pranks on people. And, everybody, and ICP was like, we do not condone this in any way. We, we want people to like clowns, not be scared of them. So, you know, we wouldn't do that. But so which way are you going to go, Casey? Uh, let's go the clown, clowns. Well, you married him. I'm well, not married. True. Yet, Chanty, you're slacking. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to. Yup, I'm gonna yup that one. I'm sticking with my, with my homies. Deborah, how about you? you? Going for the clowns or the 27 Club? No, this one I'm going 27 Club. There's just there is way too many celebrities. That's mysteriously die right at that particular age well i will say that um kirk cobain didn't die mysteriously he just had a horrible girlfriend 
but <laughs> but I'm gonna go for 2016 clown sayings because those were cool as shit, and the fact that Trump commented on them and everything made it even better. So I'm go I'm going with the clown sightings. Lucas, are the clown sightings moving on? Or are you gonna go for the 27 club? I like the clown sightings. I remember that being in the news, and yeah, it's just yeah, clown sightings. Which means clown sightings move on, but which way would you have gone, Scott? I would have had to done the clowns. Have you seen the prank videos where the clowns try to jump out, scare people, and they get stabbed or shot or something? Those are always fun. <laughs> well, that's why you don't do it in the South. But, um, <laughs> Tori, which way, which way would you have gone, Tori? Uh, this one, I would have actually gone for the clowns because that shit scared the hell out of me. Because, again, I don't like clowns. I was terrified. <laughs> well, yeah. Which means clown sightings moves on. But we do have our first play-in of the first round. And this one gets started off by Chansey. Is it going to be the Highgate Vampire, which is an urban legend that describes a reports of supernatural activity at Highgate Cemetery in London in the 70s where people were reporting seeing a figure running around the cemetery at night when it was locked up. And there's people people would be, people would be found there missing blood, so they said it was a vampire. And, and that's going against the Hookman urban legend, which anybody who watched Daria knows what the Hookman is. But basically, the Hookman is the legend that There'll be someone scratching at your car when you're at Makeout Lane, and you get scared and run home. And when you get home, you find a prosthetic hook hand attached to the door still. Yeah, I'm not going with that one. I'm not. I'm not going with the with the fucking generic Candyman bullshit. It pre it predated Candyman. I know it predates Candyman, but it's fucking generic. Well, there's, a lot, there's to... a lot of people with missing limbs and missing prosthetic hooks that would be pretty pissed off if that was actually a thing. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> if, if you live in the 50s and you're trying to get your daughter to not go out in that car with that boy, you're going to think of something to come up with. I suppose, but I mean, you know, back then they'd have just used a shotgun. <laughs> That's when they got knocked up, not when they're trying to go out in a car. Different stories. But, but, uh, so you're going with the vampire there, Chancy? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going with that one. As Chancy closes his night his nightstand draw, and he's like, I'm gonna hide these vampire teeth right now. But, Deborah, how about you? Vampires all the way. I should know. Yeah. And, and, and I'll give it to Hookman. Hookman's an OG urban legend, like one that's been around for 70 years and ain't going away. It's just... And I love that episode of Daria with the metal teeth instead of the hand. Like, that's just classic. But Is that streaming anywhere right now? Hulu. Daria's on Hulu. Oh, okay. They're supposed to be doing a remake of it for Hulu, too, uh, where I think her and Jane are lesbians, but I don't know. That's originally why we rented Hulu, and then, like, as soon as I finished, they took the fucking show off. No, uh, Hulu, or it might be on Paramount Plus, too, because they have MTV and Nickelodeon and all that crap, so it might be on there. But, I don't know, I have all of them, so the, Hulu shows, like, everything that I have on, like, other streaming services, too, so it's weird. But, 
Lucas, which way are you going to go? Hookman or Highgate Vampire? Oh, dude, vampires are cool as fuck. I got to go with vampires. Serial killers are overdone. I like I like vampires. Well, technically, he's not a serial killer because they never talk about him killing anybody. They talk about him scaring kids or trying to get it on. So, if anything, he's a cock block. <laughs> That's even lamer than a serial cock blocker, even. Can't but even Scott, finish the job. I'm going with you, Hookman. How about you, Tori? Uh, vampires, 100%. All right, and last but not Who's least, Casey, Casey, which way would you have gone? Uh, vampires. Which means the Highgate Vampire wins 5-2. to two. And that means it enters the first round, and the Highgate Vampire is going to go against Raymond Robinson, also known as the Green Man, and Charlie No-Face. He was a severely disfigured, disfigured man after being burnt. And he would only walk on the roads at nighttime so people wouldn't laugh at his face. So he became an urban legend in Pittsburgh, in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, all the rural areas around it. Because, and actually, it's been proven that he was a real person. And, like, people who knew him would, like, stop by when he's walking the roads at night and, like, give him beer and stuff. But he was still an urban legend for a long time until someone proved it. So, and this one's going to get started out by Deborah. So is it. Charlie No Face or Highgate Vampire? I should have, I know how to ask even. It has to be the vampire. The, the other one's just a, a a guy that you know people were, I guess, being bullies to really. <laughs> so, vampire the whole way. Yeah, I mean, but I love I love the fact that Raymond Robinson was enough of like enough of a fucking legend to become an urban legend, even when though he was a real person. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give one to him. I feel he's passed now, but I feel bad for him. Lucas, how about you? Vampires still. You need to stop doing that. Oh, just because your husband's a vampire story, it's not a reason to get upset. But I was talking to the little kid right here. Stop. Scott, what about you? Which way are you gonna go? I'll tie it up with the no face. And Tori? Vampires, duh. What do you think I did in my teenage years? Read vampire books. I was gonna say a, I was gonna say a poster of Edward Cullen, but okay. Um, <laughs> Casey, how about you? Uh, the No Face one. Oh, which makes it a tie for Chancy. I'm gonna go with the one that's actually a legend and not a real person. That got fucking burnt. <laughs> like, <laughs> like how, okay, when I'm when I'm the moral compass on this thing, like we're fucked. We're like we've already crashed the Titanic and the six icebergs. We're going down, folks. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> All right, which means the Highgate vampire moves on to the second round to face the clown sightings. But that's going to bring us to the other side of the first round. And this one gets started off by me. And it is Zombie Road, which is also called Rock Hollow Trail. And it's an abandoned gravel road located in the Al Foster Memorial Trailhead in Missouri. And supposedly if you drive down it at night, there are zombies that live there that will chase you. Awesome. Sounds like a great time. (laughs) But it is going against. The 999 phone charging myth 
which claims that calling the police and fire services, then, then hanging up, charges your mobile phone battery to full. What the hell is that? <laughs> I, I had to throw that in here because it just seemed so fucking weird. I had to throw it in. But, but personally, I'm going for Zombie Road because, you know, if you need to go on some shotgun uh, practice, there you go. Just try down the road and have fun like you're in a video game. But which way are you going to go there, Lucas? Well, what kind of man doesn't hope and pray for the day where you can indiscriminately murder thousands of zombies? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with zombies. I mean, I pray for that day as long as the Wi-Fi still stays on. Because <laughs> <laughs> if I don't, if I don't have to work anymore and I don't have to do pay bills anymore, I'm just gonna watch the shit out of Netflix. But and possibly priorities. Exactly. I mean. First world I'll, problems. I'll, I'll go rob the dispensary. I'll go fucking rob a grocery store, and then I'll sit at home forever eating and watch and being high and watching TV. But I am perfectly okay with that life. But Scott, which way would you want to go? Zombie uh, road, road or... dude. That road's supposed to be really haunted too. I looked that one up. Definitely going to zombie road. Well, maybe, that, maybe that's where I'll, we'll do our first investigation as a podcast. There, Scott, you down, Deborah? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> zombies or ghosts, whatever. Bring it on. Well, Tori, which way do you want to go? Is Zombie Road moving on? A hundred percent. And I could tell you on behalf from Brittany, she would say, please do not call the like police and fire just to charge your fucking phone because she was a 911 dispatcher and dealt with enough prank and stupid calls all the time as Why a dispatcher. Prank like what? Yeah, well, you know, pr prank calls. Uh, people who just called for stupid stuff, and she's like, "Yeah, I have people dying." So literally. <laughs> well, I mean, when I was like, when I was like six, my brother was like four. We went outside. We went to the payphone on the outside of my dad's car sale place, and we called nine one one, said fart, and then ran around the building. So I mean, that's prank, not even funny though. We were six. We were six and four. You don't think we thought that was funny? Come on now. So Probably not when you got home. Me, my son did that. Oh God! No. Yeah, oh. I, I just had a fucking. I had. I like to sit oh, with the thinking about what would have happened if I would have done that. No. <laughs> like, Bro, I, I would have got my ass whooped by my mom. Shit. No. I, I, no. <laughs> no. I don't think I, I'd be here anymore. Yeah, my, my, right. My old man would have starched me. He'd have been like. <laughs> Done. My like, dad's best friend. Oh, you can take an elbow. My dad, my dad's best friend that was an alcoholic cop, uh, came by and gave us a talking to. But that's all that happened out of it. But I mean, yeah, the things Your I already knew by him. With that paddle, so much, babe. Yeah, I don't think my. I don't know if my mom ever found out about that or not. I don't know if she was told. But <laughs> my, my dad was cool like that. But um. You so, started a selfie. Zombie Road moves on, but Casey, which way would you have gone? Uh, what were they again? No, the nine one one charging thing, and then zombie road. Oh, the zombies. It's always zombies, duh. Yeah. And, and Chancy, zombies are charging. All right, I'm stealing her joke because she didn't fucking say it. But in all reality, if it's in fucking Missouri, it's probably fucking tweakers. Okay, so like my family's from Missouri. It's it's bad. It's bad. <laughs> I believe it. It's the middle of nowhere. Nothing else to do. I'm just saying. 
So are you going with Zombie Road there, Chancy? Fuck you. I'm going with Tweaker. I'm going with Tweaker Way, bud. <laughs> Tweaker Road. I eat. <laughs> That's eight just a gas way. station up the corner for us. Eight ball lane. <laughs> Deborah, are we going to have our uh, first streak here? If you go for Zombie Road, or are you going to give one to the charging myth? Oh, well, come on. Which one are you going to remember? Charging your phone or seeing some freaking zombies? Like, that's I mean, not evil. <laughs> it would be convenient, though. You know, I mean, <laughs> I mean, if I'm in a dire situation and my phone's at like 1% and I have no other choice, I mean, maybe, but no. Shit, I'm thinking like 58%. What the hell? Let's just make sure I can listen for the rest of the day. Not too convenient for the people that are dying and actually need not, you know, to get through. I'm one hang up. Why okay, my thought is is like why would you have to dial the thing? Like if you're in a fucking emergency, I understand the thing charging your phone while you're talking to EMS. You know, I mean that makes sense, but like, I'm gonna dial 911 and get a phone charge. Like, what the fuck? Are you oh. gonna call the police after when your phone's not charged and be like, hey, so I called to charge my phone and it didn't work. I'm thoroughly disappointed. Can I take this up with your supervisor, please? I need a manager. One out of ten, do not recommend. Technically, it's 999, not 911. So I think it's well, see, that's the thing too. So then are we talking about England? Because that's yeah, you know, that's England. Yeah, bro. And then, how much does it cost? That's overseas calls. That See? Might be, uh, now we're now we're into the fine print. Yeah, now we're... it's now it's costing us something. Now it's not worth it. But... Cost versus reward, I guess. He said fully charged. He did say fully charged. <laughs> I mean, technically, what am I call... at? <laughs> technically, if you call them and get the fuck out of there pretty fast, you're not going to get caught. So. Well, and it's yeah, but my phone company's still going to charge me, though. You don't get charged for 911 calls here. Why would you get charged for 999 calls in London? Because I got to call London. <laughs> yeah, well, the next one's to get started by Lucas. And this one, I, I actually found out about this one for the first time with this thing, and it's hilarious. It's the baby train. It's an urban legend that claims that a small town had a high, unusually high birth rate because a train would pass through the town at 5 a.m. and blow its whistle, waking up all the residents. Since it was too late to go back to sleep and too early to get up, couples would have sex. Thus resulted in a mini baby boom. Or they just wanted to fuck, so. I mean, but it's a whole town having babies literally at the same time. Like, it's well, kind of maybe they but, had a big orgy for all we know. It's, I mean, I, I want to move to that town, but okay. Um, well, yeah, there are stories about the town that I come from where they back in the eighties they used to have fucking key parties out at the private lake. So fucking <laughs> that's true. Hey man. Is <laughs> sometimes the cream don't always rise to the top. <laughs> and and kids, that's how I met your mother. But <laughs> and, 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 and and that's it's going against the poison candy urban legend that everybody knows about from Halloween. Fucking oh, god damn it. And Lucas, it's your vote first. Baby train or poison candy? To me, it sounds more like a horny train than a baby train. Um I'm intrigued by a horny train rolling through town, so I think we're gonna go with that one. 
Uh, I mean, it could be that disco train that uh, the King of the Hill cast went on for Peggy's birthday. But all right. Well, what do you where you want to go, Scott? Uh, I mean, the the baby train that's in like England, right? Um, I didn't find out what town it was in. Actually, it's just a. Town. I'm going the candy. It's it's classic. Uh, Tori, how about you? Town full of sex addicts or <laughs> poison candy. What I'm going for the be... town full of sex addicts. <laughs> I mean, technically, the poison candy could be a town full of sex addicts, too, because they want to poison the kids so they get more sex. I mean, Jesus, Harold, what the heck? <laughs> don't, no, don't combine them. Let I them don't have know. their moment. I don't know how that works. I don't, that's not how that works. That, that's not how that works. Apparently, you haven't had fucking kids walk in your bedroom during parent. Trust me, it gets annoying. But Casey, which way you want to go? Um, wait, what? It's uh fucking the birth rate because of the train. Oh yeah, yeah, the town one, the train. Let's go with the train. Yeah, the sexy, the Yeah, she's all about that train. Choose Who doesn't want that train? Ride it. Choo choo, motherfucker. Uh, I would I don't not know say why you guys are interested in having more kids. Once you have three, dude. You're oh done. no, no, no <laughs> yeah. more kids. No. But Chancey's legacy, Chancey's legacy has to live on. <laughs> we enjoy the practice. Right? Yeah. We enjoy practice, the practice. Practice makes the cons of making a baby. The making part, <laughs> and then the con is the baby. <laughs> yeah, and then one day. The making part turns into having a baby. Exactly. Making turns into made, and then you're stuck. <laughs> like, shut. My mom would have given me up for her cat. And I really wish I was kidding. <laughs> I was allergic to cats, and they're like, you should probably get rid of your cat. And my mom's like, no. Can I just get rid She'll of be the fine. She'll get used to it. Can I just get rid of the kid instead? That's literally what she would have done. She would have got rid of me first before getting rid of the cat. My parents said the same thing about their smoking. They'll get used to it. Yeah. yeah I mean, my, parents did, my parents did too. So, I mean, I'm still Man. here. My parents didn't. I had a good, I had a good childhood. But, but hey, well, I isn't guessing... that just wonderful? You don't have awful childhood trauma. Congratulations. They, they, no. did, prove, they did prove one urban legend, though. Being around smoking too much stunts your growth. Oh yeah, true. But but I, Chancy, which way are you gonna go? The baby train or the poison candy? Dude, I'm gonna go with again. I'm gonna go with the one that is an actual legend. There was a person who poisoned candy because they were going after a specific person, but they poisoned a bunch of different things of candy. So it wouldn't look like they were just going after one person. Well, yeah, but then they ruined kid. my Halloween by my parents kid. checking my candy. Yeah, checking my it candy. Kid. They took my damn yeah. candy. It was about life insurance. Yeah, was trying dude. to pull life insurance out of his. So I, and it was I, only his friends, like his kid and his kid's his friends. friends. Yeah. See, fucking Captain Scott yeah. knows what the fuck's up. And there was there was Halloween, also dude. There was also there was also a guy that. Uh, replace children's Tylenol in stores with poison, and that's yeah. why, that, that's why yeah. there's now safe. That's why there's now safety caps on bottles of medicine. That's also why there's a cotton ball in there now too. 
Fucking cotton balls. <laughs> All right. Uh, Deborah, which way I you want to go? I thought that was so you had something to clean your rig through before you. <laughs> <laughs> Tales from a former dragon. <laughs> like Mitch Hedberg. I used to do drugs. I, I still do drugs. But I also used to as well. <laughs> well, Deborah, which way you want to go? Poison candy? Uh, I'm going with poison candy because every Halloween, every year, since the beginning of time, people have to dig through candy and warn their kids not to eat it. And yeah, I'm sticking with that. See, which means it's a tiebreaker on me, God damn it! And you're making me vote between sex and candy, two of my favorite things in the world. <laughs> so, Also a good song. But what do you love more? Do you love sex more or candy more? It's yeah. really hard to decide. Well, no, 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 no. Actually having children... Or being poisoned. Um, Nobody's poisoned candy in forever. What? Okay, well, Scott, what's the difference? And <laughs> two, I mean, I mean, I gotta give it to freaking poison candy because I tell my kids I need to check their candy so I can take handfuls of it for myself. So I, I do go. use it still. And like, oh, this all the starbursts look like they've been poisoned kids. I'm about to go dispose of them. Yeah. <laughs> all the Milky Ways. My son was nice enough. He just like was like, hey mom, anytime you want some candy, just ask. <laughs> I wasn't See, that nice. What? <laughs> if, I, if I said that to my mom, she'd probably look at me like, There's, what's wrong with this boy? But, <laughs> They never seem to poison the lemon heads, though. So kids right. are safe there. Because who the fuck's gonna eat them? <laughs> or the, or the candy corn. The <laughs> yeah. No, but, don't touch my candy corn. Uh-uh. See oh, no, that candy. right there. That's what. That's the one that they should hit, so nature can just take its course. <laughs> okay. Thank you, <laughs> candy corn is delicious. Thank you. I, I will go down that. with candy corn till I die. There you go. Both of you. Candy corn. <laughs> Dude, candy corn on pizza is amazing. I love it. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> wow, that's that's. Wild. I ate crayons as a kid, and I plan on continuing eating them as an adult. That is exactly what candy corn is. <laughs> he just looked over at you like, "What?" <laughs> Listeners, all recipes will be posted. <laughs> yes, my new cookbook will be out. <laughs> Oh, me recipe ideas. <laughs> Lucas literally just looked at her like, who the fuck did I marry? Yes, we're going to have uh, candy corn pizza with a side of crayons. Sounds delicious. Mm -hmm. doesn't, doesn't That's it? exactly what candy corns taste like, are crayons. No, for real. I get it. <laughs> I, I wouldn't know. I don't eat crayons. I used to eat crayons as a kid corn. because I really wanted just to change the color of my poop. That was literally the only reason I ate them as a kid. Hmm. I thought that I could turn it into a rainbow. Did it work? No. No, because oh. she she remembered that girls don't poop, so she oh remembered that. Well, <laughs> how, how did you forget that? I know. Yeah. <coughs> it never well, worked, but I kept trying, though. Well, Scott gets to start <laughs> off this uh, next matchup, and it's the Crying Boy painting, which was a mass-produced print of a painting by Italian painter Giovanni Bragolin, which, it was widely distributed from the 1950s onwards in Sears and every other home goods store, but a lot of the houses that it was in, the house would burn down, but the painting would be unscathed. Mm -hmm. I think I heard a little about that. But it's going against 
the Owl Man, or sometimes referred to as the Cornish Owl Man or the Owl Man of Monon. It's a folklore legend that describes an owl-like creature said to have been seen in 1976 in the village of Monon, Cornwall, United Kingdom. It's basically a cryptid. But yeah, no, we have got to go Owl Man. Come on. For you, Jeremy. It's an animal I mean, with man at the end. It's got to be true. <laughs> I mean, I do call myself the Tiger Man in the bedroom, but that's just my thing. But, Tori, which way do you want to go? Uh, what was the first one again? The Crying Boy Painting. The Crying Boy Painting. Yeah, I go with the Cursed Painting 100%. And Casey? The Painting. Chance a lot? I'm going to go against the painting because I'm just going to say that Sears just put a lot of flame retardant shit on it that'll give us cancer later. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why they're out of business now. <laughs> and Deborah, which way are you going to go? It's all tied up right now. Oh, I got to do the crying boy. Nothing like a, a cursed object. Come on. <laughs> which, oh, Owlman for the show. Come on now. Which, I mean... Stop. Uh, as Scott said, I got to go against Owlman. I mean, I got to go with Owlman because Owlman's just... The idea of a giant Owlman, and it could probably, it's probably an alien, but the idea of an Owlman just makes me want to go Owlman. So but that ties up completely for Lucas to be the deciding vote. Let's go Owlman. There we go. Fuck you. <laughs> Oh man, owl. yeah. Could you imagine? Okay, so like, if I ran into Owl Man at night, because owls tend to look kind of confused, especially when they're doing that thing with their head. Like, do you think you would do that? Do you think you would look confused? I mean, well, I, I mean, that look I give you whenever you do one of your. Uh, I'm picking the intro as your number one pick. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Precisely that, exactly. But I mean, put, running into Owlman to me would be like running into Batman. It'd be like not that all interesting. Inspi all inspiring. I, if I could meet Batman, I'd be like, I want to be Robin. I want to be Robin. I want to see Owlman cough up a pellet Owlman over a cursed painting. <laughs> <laughs> like, does he eat people? Is it going to be like a big hairy pellet? Right. Probably, but. Lucas made our man win four to three. Disappointments and, and over here, but it's fine. You're married. To, you're married to him. Be used to it. But oh, I already am. But it's still it's fine. We already <laughs> lost Bunny Man. Come on, we gotta have one of them. <laughs> he tripped but, and fell down. So would I, Owl Man eat Bunny Man? I wonder. Probably <laughs> the deciding factor. Well, see, Bunny Man has the axe, though. Sounds like a good idea for porn, but. <laughs> The furries. But, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but um, Tori, which way are you going to go in this next matchup? Because it's the babysitter and the man upstairs, also known as the clown statue upstairs, where oh. a babysitter a babysitter is alone alone in the house, and she gets a phone. She keeps getting a phone call telling her to check on the kids, and then the clown wants the same thing, and she calls she calls the parents and says. When did you get that creepy clown statue? And they're like, what clown statue? Oh, so, that, it's, it's 100%. Oh, wow. But it's that, and this is ironic because they're both OG legends. Oh. It's that versus the killer in the back seat, also known as high beams, where someone is 
a woman is driving home and there's a car falling behind her flashing its high beams constantly. And when she finally makes it home, the driver gets behind her, gets out, and she yells at him, Why are we why'd you keep flashing your high beams on me? I was going faster than the speed limit. And the person says, Because there was a person in your back seat with a knife, and every time I flashed the high beams, they got back down. Hmm. Yeah, I know that one. Um, um I'm gonna have to go with the like babysitter slash like clown in the bedroom because that 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 clown one freaks me out way too much. <laughs> like that's like a personal nightmare of mine. So but, nah, I'm good, man. But you married Lucas. That, that is a fact. He was a little different about uh, eight years ago. Uh, aren't we all over time? Like when, like when you start podcasting and your wife wants to kill you. But, yep. But uh, Casey, which way you want to go? Uh, the clown all the way. The clown, you said. Yep. Chancy, you going for the clown? I'm assuming. Or the escape mental mental asylum in the back seat. I mean, they both kind of seem like your bag. They both. I. Well, I mean, I suppose. I mean, honestly, they, they both sound ludicrous to me, but, like, I always heard more about the, you know, the, I never heard a clown version of it. It was always just somebody calling and then, the cold's calling from inside the house. As if you didn't call your own fucking phone number, and when you pick up the phone, it fucking says something to you. And then you can talk to the uh, uh, first the person on the same line. Like, what? Give me the fucking, give me the goddamn clowns. It's fucking bullshit. <laughs> for, for, for Chansey, we always send in the clowns. But and hello, RGV paranormal lockdown. But coming back up, Deborah. Which way are you gonna go? Are the clowns um, moving on? absolutely something creeping around in your own house and then to find out it's a fucking clown on top of it so that's even worse come on oh you're so fat oh my goodness <laughs> don't talk to lucas that way yeah, yeah. Oh, shut up <laughs> you know i was talking to the fat ass cat that we own see i had to go for the killer in the back seat because as creepy as the fucking clown statue story is to me. Well, that's your own fault, sir. But I'm going for the killer in the back seat because <laughs> the killer in the back seat I've been hearing about since I was a kid. So, I mean, the killer in the back seat. Yeah, the I heard a Halloween different version life. of that one as well. There's multiple versions of both of these. I mean, the the killer in the back seat one is like known in the USA and UK, so it's a very well known urban legend, regardless. But like the one I heard was where like. Somebody pulls into a filling station and they get their gas, and the person inside, like from the station's waving them in, and they're like, Oh, hey, there's someone in the back of your car because I was putting gas in it and I saw them. <coughs> I never heard that version, but. That seems well, like a of course I fucking paraphrased it. I'm not trying to waste everybody's time on an elongated story. Since when? <laughs> I'm trying. To... Oh, shots fired. I'm in recovery. All right, shit. <laughs> all right. Ah, uh, well, Lucas, which way would you have gone? Clone. 
statue. And Scott, where would you have gone? Man, my my fucking high beams are always on, so when I'm driving, I have to hold them down. So if we could bump that fucking urban legend up, that would be. I'm that guy flashing the high beams without even knowing. <laughs> he had a car that only had his high beams on. Those were the only lights that that turned on. Indeed. Yeah. No, I gotta hold my blinker down while I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right. What a well, great means... time. Sounds like you need a different car there, bud. <laughs> Never. Nah, he just needs a new multifunction <laughs> switch. He's they want, stuff. yeah, they want like $120 for that fucking thing, dude. Fuck that. I'll hold it down. <laughs> well, I mean, this is what we do on an everyday pull, basis, man. But pull the fucking off. steering wheel. Oh. But this, this, this one goes back up to Casey. She gets to start this one out. It's sore alligators, which are, everybody knows about the urban legend of sore alligators. I don't have to explain that, I'm assuming. No, well, that's true. You have to explain it. I don't know. Is she I being serious, I'm Chancy? I'm honestly, I mean, sore alligators are basically an urban legend that takes place in like New York City and Chicago, any big city. And it's a legend that people flush their pet alligators down the toilet when they got too big. And they grew up in the sores and become full-grown alligators living in the sores of the city, eating people's shit, basically, and other animals down there for females. Okay. But it's going against boo hags. Boo hags. No, not the ugly girl at the club. A boo hag is an African-American folklore legend of the Gullah, not Gullah Gullah, creature, that talks about evil, which talks about evil (laughs) souls who stay behind after death and become skinless vampire-like witches who like to take other people's skin for a ride. Yeah, the skin one. That's why you married her, Chancy. Almost. But which way are you going, Chancy? Why does he keep saying that? <laughs> I'm, I'm, sticking, I'm trying to help you out here. I'm sticking with my boob hag. You would. Why is your tongue out? <laughs> Why isn't yours, Mom? That's what it's saying. He is sitting here on my lap just going. And I got I mean, the other my... one over here biting her litter scooper trying to drag it with her. I mean, that's what my dogs do with my wife all the time is surround their tongues hanging out, but they're dogs, so it's a little more explainable. But No, I don't know what's wrong with him. But that's fine. But Deborah, He's... which way do you want to go? A boo hags all the way. I'm going to give one to sore alligators because, like, when I was a kid and we went to New York City, like, on special trips, that's something that, like, people believed. What? Like, you, you actually go to New York City and ask people on the street, like, do, do alligators live in the sore? And there's always, like, my cousin's cousin's friend saw one. He works for the, he works for the, he works for the sewer company. I saw a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle down there, too. Yo, I, I don't doubt that could be real. That, that, that could be real in this world. Donatello was down there, bro. I mean, there's frog men, there's lizard men. Why can't there be turtle men? Right, Scott? Oh, yeah. Every man. I'd lose my shit if I saw a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. I mean, Chanty puts on a costume every Halloween for it. What? Chanty wants to be be Donatello. I mean, Donatello is my favorite, yeah. (laughs) Because he was the smart one here. 
Lucas, which way are you going? Sewer alligators or boo hags? I'm going with the uh, sewer alligators. My man. And Scott? Pretty sure the sewer alligators is a true story, dude. Going going oh. with the alligators. Which means Tori gets the uh, tie-breaking vote here. Is it sewer alligators or boo hags? The alligators, brah. Which means sewer alligators will move on to the next round. Leaving the boo hags back in Goa, Africa, where they belong. Because my skin don't need no way taking it for a ride. It's already beat up enough. <laughs> and that means Chanty gets to start the next one. And, ooh, I'm actually happy you do. Because it's Walt Disney's cry, cry, uh, cryo chamber, which is an urban legend claiming that after his death, Walt's body, or in some versions, just his head, were placed in the cryostasis chamber located somewhere beneath Disney World or Epcot. Or, which, I mean, he did come out in Family Guy and asked if all the Jews were dead, then go back into frozenness. So, who knows? Family Guy's but, always right. Aren't they? But, oh, duh. But it's also going against, uh, it's going against Goat Man, which is the stories of goat, half goat, half man creatures living in many parts of the United States that some of them will, if you're making out near the train tracks where they live, they'll come with an axe and cut off your head. Ooh. What a good Wednesday night. I mean, and a lot a lot of people have died on the Poplick uh, train pass where the Poplick monster is supposed to live, which is a goat man. So, but Chancy, which way are you going to go? Disney or Goatman? I'll go with Disney. That seems like something like that shifty bastard to pull. <laughs> Tom Hanks? No. But. Oh, what, 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 what were you going to go, Deborah? Goatman, definitely. I mean, I pretty much, I'm going for Goatman because I pretty much believe that Disney okay. is frozen somewhere. Yeah. I mean, he's going to come back and he's going to be like, damn, you guys bought a lot with my company. Let's keep it going. <laughs> and that's when Disney will take over the world and Mickey Mouse will be present. Just saying. But Lucas, which way are you going? Oh, probably going to go with Walt Disney being frozen. And Scott? I believe the uh, Disney one's true, but got to go with Goatman. Ow! The hell? <laughs> Good boy. <laughs> Tori is... rude of you. Ow! Which way are you going, Tori? Disney. Which means it's a tiebreaker. It's a tiebreaker for Casey between Disney and Goatman. Uh, I'm gonna go Disney. Which means Walt Disney's frozen head moves on. Imagine they put his head on a giant Buzz Lightyear body. That works. That'd be, that'd be, that'd be kind of cool. But Don't. that means that means Deborah gets to start off the next one. And I'm not gonna be able to pronounce this for shit. I'm just saying now. The Mananan Gagal is a folklore legend that describes an old mythical creature in the Philippines that separates from the lower part of their body and said their fangs and wings give it a vampire-like appearance. So basically vampire upper torso flying around trying to bite you. And it's going against the ankle slicing car thief, also known as the man under the car. 
And it's an urban legend that tells of a driver that keeps hearing noises under their car when they are driving. And when they step out to investigate, their ankles get sliced open with a knife. When they are rolling around on the ground in pain, a car thief emerges from underneath the car and steals it. And I'm, I mean, I'm just saying, I played Grand Theft Auto. There's easier ways to steal a car. But but which way you want to go there, Deborah? Is it the Monaco or the ankle slicing car thief? I'm not saying the first one again. <laughs> well, oddly enough, I'm not going with the half vamp. I'm, I think that's totally creepy, you know, because I've been on the road late at night all by myself when you have to pull over because something's wrong with the car. The thought of some some dedicated killer under there hanging on <laughs> it's pretty crazy that's pretty scary that guy's gonna kill you because if he's you know hung on to the car for the whole ride he's he means business i mean he technically there's no reports of him killing you he just slices your ankles and then drives away in your car oh, so he's more, of a, he's more he's more of a dick he doesn't end your pain he just makes you be in pain but I'm going for the half. I mean, and apparently you don't want a vampire without the lower half, which makes me question some things. But I am going to go for I am going to go for the half vampire creature because the idea of seeing a torso flying through the air with a head attached with fangs and wings it's going to creep me the fuck out more than a guy underneath my car. A guy underneath my car, as soon as he rolls out, I'm going to stomp his fucking neck. In. But but what way you want to go, Lucas? I'm going to go with the manamanama humana humana cow. There you go. Beautiful. How about you, Scott? I'm going to have to disagree with you, Jeremy. You didn't see that uh, Sylvester Stallone movie where he's hiding out underneath the car, and then he does exactly what the story says. So I think Sylvester could pull it off. I'm going with the car ankle slicer. I mean, I've seen enough ones where he can't speak English, but... But, um, Tori, which way do you want to go? The ankle slicing mofo. <laughs> And Casey, which way you want to go? Uh, the ankle one. Which means the ankle slicing car thief moves on. But which way would you have gone, Chancy? I want you to try and say that one. Because I want to see if I can actually pronounce it. How is it spelled? It, it is spelled. I don't care about. It's spelled. M A N A N A N G G A L. Mananangal. Sounded yeah. pretty good. That's why I said. <laughs> Fucking uncultured motherfucker. <laughs> That's my vote. Since I said it right. What's up? Do you know you said it right? No. Well, well, uh, <laughs> well our, our half a body vampire friend still lost. So, <laughs> but that brings us to our last play and match of the game. And this the last chance for one of these two to get into round one. And it's the vanishing hitchhiker urban legend, which I don't think I need to explain. But for any that I do, it's basically the idea that you pick up a hitchhiker while you're driving, and all of a sudden, while in the back seat or front seat, the hitchhiker will just vanish away. So, that's a very simple one. And it's going against the celebrity death rule rule three, which basically means, as we all know, celebrities die in three. So if if one if a celebrity love dies, just wait a couple of days, there'll be two more. Or there already was one more, and there's gonna be another one. So this one's gonna start off with 
with myself, I believe, actually. And I'm going with the Vagin so Hitchhiker. Right. I'm going with the Vagin Hitchhiker because, I mean, the celebrity rule three death thing really does happen. It happens just for people you know, too. Like, if someone you know dies, chances are two other people you at least know somewhat are going to die in the next week or two. So I've had it happen enough in my life to know that's true. So I'm going with the Vagin Hitchhiker. But, Lucas, what about you? I'm going to match you, Vanishing Hitchhiker. And I mean, I'd rather have a Vanishing Hitchhiker than get picked up by Large Marge. But, Scott, which way are you going to go? Hitchhiker. And Tori? Hitchhiker. Which means the Vanishing Hitchhiker goes in to round one against another OG urban legend. But, Casey, which way would you have gone? Uh, Hitchhiker. And Chanty? Yeah, I'm going to go into Hitchhiker too and bask in the glory of being right. <laughs> she and literally never- looked, she looked it up because she was like, Are you sure you pronounced that right? She wanted to catch you and be like, You're bullshitting. <laughs> I was right. Wikipedia says. <laughs> Deborah, which way are you going to go? I'm doing Hitchhiker too. Which means that's our first sweep of the actual freaking whole bracket. Nice. Is that one. And Vanishing Hitchhiker will move into the last matchup of round one. But it's facing another OG urban legend. It's facing the Licked Hand urban legend, also known as Doggy Lick or Humans Can Lick Too. And it's a, sto- it's a story popular among teenagers, supposedly, that it, it, describes, it describes a killer who secretly spends a night under a girl's bed licking her hand when offered, which she takes to be her dog, and she wakes up to, uh, she wakes up to find her dog dead in most versions, and a note that says, on the wall written in blood, humans can lick too. So, this one's gonna get started off by Lucas. Humans can lick too. What's it, versing? It's versing the Vanishing Hitchhiker again. Oh, the, okay. Because got put in round one. But, Scott, which way do you want to go? Uh, I'm going Hitchhiker again. Tori? Humans can like to. Casey? Uh, hitchhiker. Chancy? Yep. Deborah, which way you go? And don't disappoint me, please. <laughs> I'm going creepy guy under the bed licking way scarier than somebody that just disappears. <laughs> Thank you, because that makes it a tiebreaker for me. And the licked hand is one of my favorite urban legends because it's so fucking creepy in it every is single terrifying. way. The fact that I mean, just the fact that you find your dog dead after you thought it was licking your hand all night is creepy enough. But the fact that there's a guy underneath you there that wants to just lick your hand is like why I'm like, dude, like that you can give me AIDS or herpes or something like that. Come on. <laughs> but so Lictan moves on to the second round, which means the first round's finally over. Now we're 20 minutes in, and we can finally start the second <laughs> round. But as you all know, it goes a lot faster at this point. But the first matchup is gonna get started by Scott, and it's Homie the Clown versus Haunchyville. Homie the- D clown, all the way, it's going to the top. For those who don't, for those who don't remember, Haunchyville is the village of dwarfs. But 
Tori, which way are you going to go? I'm staying with my homies, my dwarves. All right, I was going to ask the clown of the dwarves, but um, <laughs> Casey's uh, 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 I'm struggling. <laughs> um, we're going dwarves. I have a whole plan, man. <laughs> Janji? Yeah, no, it's fucking dwarves. <laughs> Do you say not the fucking dwarves or the yeah. fucking dwarves? Yeah, not the fucking dwarves. Which Deborah Deborah, which way you want to go? Homie D clown. Yeah. I like the dwarves thing, so I'm gonna let Lucas be the tiebreaker in this between Haunchyville and Homie the Clown. Remember, homie, don't play that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Clowns. Which mean which means homie the clown wins <laughs> and, and moves on to the quarterfinals. My poor people. Well, I guess we really know, will never live up to our expectations. They they did for Snow White, apparently. Like she lived with them for like fucking seven years. But <laughs> but that means that Homie the Clown moves on and Tori gets to start off the next one. It's the Seven Gates of Hell versus Bloody Mary. Um, Seven Gates of Hell. Ch- Casey? Seven Gates. Chansey? Man, I'm telling you, Bloody Mary, Seven Gates of Hell is a good fucking place. That's a good name for a bar down in New Orleans. I'm, fucking, I'm telling you, man. I'll go with uh, Seven Gates of Hell, though. I mean... Bloody Mary Seven Gates of Hell sounds like the spiciest Bloody Mary ever, and I want to try it. But interesting, they put a ghost pepper in there with it. But yeah, that's right. an idea. <laughs> no, you know, you drink that, you're not going to be feeling any part of your mouth or throat for the next fucking week. But which way you want to go, Deborah? Bloody seven Mary gates. or Seven Gates all the way? Which means Seven Gates of Hell moves on right away, beating out Bloody Mary, the OG urban legend. But which I would have personally gone with uh, Seven Gates of Hell as well, just because man, Bloody Mary was just always it's scary when you're a kid, but it's stupid when you're an adult. Lucas, how about you? Uh, probably would have gone Bloody Mary. And Scott, Seven Gates, which means Seven Gates wins six to one, and it will face Homie the Clown in the first and then uh, quarterfinals. But that means that Casey gets to start the next one off. And it's Melonheads versus Robert Johnson, a.k.a. the soul singer, the blue singer who sold his soul to the devil. Uh, yeah, the guy who sold his soul. Speaking of the guy who sold his soul, Chancey. Uh, Robert Johnson, definitely. Deborah. Yep, Robert Johnson. I'm going to give it to the Melonheads so that, Robert jo- so that they have another chance to make it past me, but... Lucas, which way are you going to go? Melonheads. Scott, how about you? Melonheads or Robert Johnson? Johnson? Which means Robert Johnson moves on to the quarterfinals as well. Yeah, he does. But what would Tori, Tori, what would you have done? Uh, I would have gone uh, Johnson. All right. Which means Robert Johnson would have won five five to two. And the next matchup gets started by Chansey. Ooh, good. And it's 2016 Clown Sightings versus the Highgate Vampire. Uh, 
I'm going to go with the Pie Game Vampire because the clown sightings actually happened. I just kind of was thinking about that. Uh, all right, Deborah, which way you want to go? Vampires, uh, vampires. Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure, no. I'm going to give it to the clown sightings because, I mean, those are some creepy fuckers, and if they're real, that just makes them even more urban legends because they're real. I mean, they're still urban legends, but they're just real ones that can really fucking stab you or some shit or rape you or who knows. But who knows what clowns do when they're not being watched? Lucas, which way are you going to go? Vampire. And Scott? Clowns, man. Those videos are hilarious when it goes <laughs> south on them. <laughs> Tori, how about you? Um, clowns. Which means it's a tiebreaker for Casey between clowns and vampire. Uh, clowns. Which means the 2016 clown sightings will face Robert Johnson in the corner finals. Getting a lot of devil versus clowns here in the quarterfinals, just saying. <laughs> but that means that Chanty will start. I'm sorry, Deborah will start off the next one. And it's Zombie Road versus Poison Candy. Zombie Road. <laughs> I'm going to go for Poison Candy because it gives me more candy every year. So, But <laughs> Lucas, which way you want to go? Zombie Road. And Scott? Zombie Road. And Tori? Zombie Road. Which means Zombie Road beats Poison Candy into the quarterfinals. But Chant, uh, Casey, which way would you have gone? Uh, zombie Road. And last, bring up the rear, Ch Chancy. Oh, dude, tweak your lane all the way. What that means, let's find out what Zombie Road's going to face. And this one gets started off by me. And it's Owl Man versus the babysitter with the man upstairs slash the clown statue. And I'm going to go with the clown statue because to me, that's creepier than Owl Man. And that's really like that's a Pennywise thing just to like think there's a statue there and then find out it's not a statue and all of a sudden it's gone. Like I'm going Pennywise. What about you, Lucas? I have to concur. I'm going to go with the statue up in the kids' bedroom. And Scott? Owlman. Tori? Statue. And Casey? Uh, statue. Which means the babysitter and the man upstairs will face Zombie Road in the corner finals. But Chancey, which way would you have gone? Uh... I suppose I'll just go with the clown statue. Like the one behind you? <laughs> but, Deborah, which way are you going to go? Oh, I live alone. The thought of anyone creeping around in my house definitely is scarier. Which means that the clown statue slash map there moves on six to one. But this one gets to get started off by Lucas, and it's sore alligators versus Disney's head frozen in a Cairo Chamber. Let's go sewer alligators. Scott? Alligators for sure. Tori? Alligators. <laughs> Casey? Alligators. Which means sewer alligators move on. 
But Chancy, which way would you have gone there? Uh, I'll go with Disney. Fuck it. And Deborah? Uh, Gators. See, I would have went with Disney too, because I mean, he's going to rule the world one day, so we should probably get on his good side. But which means the next one gets started off by Scott, and it's the last matchup in round two. Because we just went through all of round two in like eight minutes. But <laughs> it's ankle spl- ankle slicing car thief versus licked hand, or humans can lick too. You're going to have to go with Cactus Cat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or Fearsome Critters Bracket on Global Strangeness. Um, licked hand versus ankle slashers. I guess I'll do the licked hand one. Oh, if you're going to throw up, you're going to go down there. Yeah, Lucas. But uh Tori, Tori, which way are you gonna go? Um I don't know. Ankle slicing car thief or humans can lick too. Humans can lick too. <laughs> They're both so good. I mean, I'd rather be licked than be sliced, but that's just me personally. Um, Casey, which way do you want to go? Uh, the ankle slicer. Chancy, do you feel the same way as your girlfriend? I mean, reluctantly, not because of any... Uh, well, we, I mean, my logic on it is this. Like, nowadays, cars are either so low to the ground, they couldn't, like, stay underneath the fucking thing to begin with, or they're so high up off the ground, you'd fucking see them when you're going to go unlock the car. Second of all, if a motherfucker's licking your hand all night long and you're semi-conscious, you're not going to feel a nose, chin, five o'clock shadow, something. Come on. I'm going to go with the ankle slasher, but like, for fuck's sake. (laughs) Midnight, should we just throw Cactus Cat in here? Let's no. I'm throwing a bunch of cactus cats. Deborah, which way you want to go? It's all tied up right now. Uh, creep under the bed still scares me more than someone stealing the car. And yeah, I'm making sure Lick Tan wins this because that's it's way scarier to me to have someone turn underneath my bed, which my bed's definitely big enough that an adult could really slide under there if they want to. I mean. I don't do it unless I have to with my damn kids hanging underneath there or something. But we broke ours a long time ago, so it just sits on the ground now. Right? Too much of that practice, right? But. Mm-hmm. But which way would you have gone, Lucas? I'm going with uh, lick hand. Which means lick hand would have won anyway, and it would have won five to. It went five to two. But that brings us to the quarterfinals of this one, and Tori gets to start this one out. It's Homie the Clown versus the Seven Gates of Hell. Uh, seven Gates, duh. Casey? Uh, the Clown. And speaking of the Clown, Chancy? You know it. Deborah? Sticking with Homie. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go vote with Seven Gates of Hell because I have a chance to get the Clown. If I'm going to get sent to hell, I'm going to hell no matter what then. So that's more scary. I'm going seven gates to hell. Though, I mean, I would rule hell, so that's kind of cool. 
But Lucas, which way you want to go? Seven gates. And Scott, that means the tie-breaking decision's up to you between Homie the Clown and Seven Gates of Hell. Homie's going all the way, dude. <laughs> Which means Homie the Clown moves on. But will it be a battle of the clowns in the next matchup? We'll see in a second. Because Casey starts this one out. And it's Robert Johnson versus the 2016 clown sightings. So another devil versus clown matchup. The first one. Chancy? Robert Johnson, for sure. Deborah? Robert Johnson. All right, well, I'm giving my, I'm giving my vote to the clown sightings because I someone needs to vote for them so they don't get taken out right away. But Lucas is Robert having Johnson. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm voting for them so they don't get taken out right away. Next vote. Go. <laughs> I wanted to be clowns versus clowns in the semifinals, but no clowns for you. Come back for two years. <sighs> That's what they said. They saying clown posse concert when COVID hit. But Scott, which way would you have gone? Johnson. And bring up the rear Tory. Hi, uh, Johnson. Dude, everybody loves Johnson, dude. Fucking Robert Johnson was the shit. I mean, everybody loves Johnson. You're talking about bringing up the rear, but okay. <laughs> oh, Chancy. Ah, but speaking of Chancy, he gets to start this one out, and it's Zombie Road versus Babysitter and the Man Upstairs slash Clown Statue. Oh, I'm going Tweaker Trail. Fucking fuck that Man Upstairs bullshit. <laughs> Deborah. Tweaker Trail. I mean, that one's harder. I think the zombies, yeah. Sure. I personally am going to give it to the clown statue because that still is creepy as shit to me. They always used to scare shit me when I was a little kid. And they would tell that story in like library class during Halloween time. But Lucas, which way are you going? Statue. And Scott? Zombie Road. Tori? Um, statue. Which means it's a tiebreaker for Casey between Zombie Road and the Clown Statue slash Man Upstairs. You get a rep, you stay. Let's go, zombies. <laughs> Which means Zombie Road moves on four to three, the most closely contended quarterfinal match so far. But who will face? And this one gets started off by Deborah. And it's the last matchup in the quarterfinals. It's Sore Alligators versus the Can slash Humans Can Lick 2. Oh, the Humans Can Lick 2. Come on. Oh. <laughs> and I'm going to agree with that because that's creepier than an alligator to me because I can get to a if I can get to a ladder before the alligator, I'm getting out of the sore. The alligator will not. Or just don't go but, in the sewer to begin with. <laughs> that's easy. All right. Well, Sometimes you gotta go look for those turtles with their damn good-looking pizza. But Lucas, which way are you going? Humans can lick too. And Scott, sewer gators. Tori, humans can lick too. Oh, I knew that was gonna happen. <laughs> but Casey, which way would you have gone? Uh, the humans can lick too. And well, she did marry you, Chancy. Which way would you have gone? 
I would have went with the sewer alligators because, I mean, I, I just can't buy it. Alligators can lick, too. Yes, they can. <laughs> just ask my ex. But, oh, which means we're moving on to the semifinals now. And I get to start off the first one. Yay. And it's Homie the Clown versus Robert Johnson. And this is the time I finally, get, I finally get to vote for Homie the Clown again. So, Lucas, which way do you want to go? Johnson. You would. Scott? Homie. And Tori? Johnson. Casey? Uh, Johnson. Chancey, you going for that clown or that Johnson? I'm torn, man. I'm torn. <laughs> I, love, I love Homie the Clown. I also love Robert Johnson. Make my mind up. <laughs> sorry, Captain Scott. Uh, sorry, man. Uh, I'm sorry. I gotta go with I gotta go with to go. Well, Johnson taking it's not that bad. <laughs> which, which means Robert Johnson does move on to the finals. But which way would you have gone, Deborah? I would have stuck with Homie. Thank you, Deborah. <laughs> which, which means that Chancey could have made Homie win, but he decided not to. Boo. <laughs> if, if it would have been against anything else, I would obviously vote for Homie to climb, but it's Robert Johnson. Well, that means that Lucas gets to start off the next round in the semifinals. And it's Zombie Road versus Licked Hand slash Humans Can Lick 2. Licked Hand. And Scott? Zombie Road. Tori? Licked hand. Shit's still creepy. Casey? Uh, zombie. Chancey? Zombie. And Deborah? Licked hand. That still scares me. Which means a tiebreaker falls on me, and I'm so going for fucking humans can lick too, because that is the creepiest shit. They need to make a movie off that one. <laughs> what do you mean this is the shortest movie of all fucking time? <laughs> Dude, they could make a whole series on Zombie Road, be like they Ice Road Truckers. Or they did. Like it run for thirty years. Dead. It's called The Walking Dead. I know they did. It's, <laughs> it's done. It's over. Negan will live forever in our hearts as John Winchester. So he looked a lot older when he played Supernatural, didn't he? Makeup does wonderful things. But, <laughs> but that brings us to the final matchup tonight. And it's going to start off with Scott. And it's Robert Johnson versus Johnson. McTannis. <laughs> Tori, Johnson uh... or, or Humans Can Lick 2? Johnson, I'm sorry. I have to. Oh, we just took it. <laughs> took it for Casey, the win. Casey, Johnson, or humans can lick too? Johnson. Chancey, you want the Johnson or the tongue? Robert Johnson, sir. Robert <laughs> Johnson. Which means Robert Johnson does win first place. <laughs> but, Deborah, which way would you have gone? <laughs> I'm still more scared about the creep weirdo under the bed, so I would have went <laughs> when he was like... See, I agree. One guy selling his soul to the devil has nothing to do with me, so right? I'm not creeped out by that. So I'm more creepy of a guy slinging underneath my bed, licking my hand, and 
I mean, not buy me dinner first. Come on. <laughs> but Lucas, which way would you have gone? I would have gone with the finger licking good. <laughs> which which means Robert Johnson officially wins the bracket four to three. But we actually have one more matchup for uh, third and fourth place. And it gets to get started out by Tori. And it's Homie the Clown versus Zombie Road for third and fourth place. Uh, zombie Road. Casey? Zombie. Chancy? Homie. Deborah? Homie. Yeah, I'm going for Homie too on this one. And Lucas? Homie. Which means Homie the Clown wins third place and Zombie Road is fourth place. But Scott, which way would you have gone? Homie. Which, eh, good. Then Homie would have won regardless. So, all right. So, you got Robert Johnson selling his soul to the devil in first. A man underneath her bed licking your hand and not asking for first or second. And you got Homie the Clown third, a really good album. And you got Zombie Road fourth, which is just Walking Dead. But thank you, thank you to all the participants today for participating in this fun bracket. Definitely was a awesome time, and we may have to do this on Global Strangeness. I'll just have to re-randomize it, and because Ashley, who originally from Three Hundred Podcast, who originally wanted to be on this, had some personal things happen, so she couldn't. So I told her we'd try to do it somewhere else as well. So maybe in the future, I'll I'll call Brittany. Don't you fucking dare! Don't you fucking dare! <laughs> but thank you to all my participants for participating. Uh, Tori, let you start off. Where can they find you? We're on all platforms from YouTube to uh, like Apple Podcasts to Spotify to Google to Amazon, all up on that biz. And what's the name of your podcast again? Be Afraid of the Dark. Yes. Check out Be Afraid of the Dark podcast, listeners. And Chancy, where can they find you? Well, uh, you know, the Book of Faces under my name, um, Instagram, and TikTok is the Red Eye Roundtable. Uh, Twitter is the Red Eye Table. Uh, Maniacal Music Musings, which I'm pretty stoked about. Uh, uh, you know, I show up on other places, uh, Masturbators, Bracket Bastards. I basically will, um, you know how like they got the sign, we'll work for food? I It's we'll podcast for exposure. Hmm. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Chancy Chance likes to expose himself whenever possible. It's decently, decently. <laughs> sure, buddy. Uh, and Casey, can they find you anywhere, or do you prefer they not? Uh, no. <laughs> I'd rather not. <laughs> and how about you, Lucas? Don't fucking find You can follow me on TikTok <laughs> at Lucid Detailing. There you go. And Deborah. Where can they find your new podcast and what's it called? Because even I don't know that. Oh, well, because it's just launching this week. So I'm just just doing the editing and, and recording and all that good stuff. But it is called Spilled Ink. And it'll be all over in Spotify, all the all the usual haunts. <laughs> um, YouTube, I think. 
So let me get back to you. But yeah, Spilled Ink. And I'm also on Facebook. Um, Ink Spillers, if you want to. If anybody's out there that's a writer and wants to give her a listen. Very good. And I will have a list of authors I've worked with coming to you soon to be your guest. So. Yeah, yeah. Have, have them reach out. I'm booking. I'm already like booking into a month ahead. So it's going well. Tell me about it. I got 30 something people to book on to <laughs> Maniacal Music Musings and we're going to be booked out to like 2024. But Scott, where can they find Global Strangers? Uh, nowhere, really. We're on BitChute, Rumble, all the uh, all the right wing conservative YouTube alternative platforms. Find us there. We're going to start a truth, truth social. Trump, Trump 2024. Yep. So, <laughs> and anybody who knows Paranormal the Normal knows you can find us on Facebook as Paranormal the Normal slash Maniacal Music Musings podcast with the S group. You can find us on Twitter and the gram as at Juggalo Bastard. And you can find us on Tiki Taki as at Juggalo Bastard Podcast. And you can find us on YouTube as Paranormal New Normal. Just search the name or look where this is streaming right now. Until next time, thank you for checking out the special. And we'll be back next month with another bracket to be determined. I'm working on that. Possibly an ancient god bracket. I don't know. I'm thinking about it, though. We'll see. That'd be neat. That's interesting. I know. Right? But... I mean, it's Valentine's Day, and gods are famous for raping and breeding a lot. So, we'll see. Oh, yeah, you know. Gazoos, you know. But, uh, see you next time, listeners. <laughs>